Welcome world to Town Lead Money Basics, the show that takes this big concept we call money and breaks it down into itty bitty pieces so I can understand it better and hopefully you can too. Today we're going to talk about higher education. We're continuing our journey and our spending plan towards savings and in this part of savings we've gone through our emergency fund, we've now gone through retirement and now we're getting to the next point which I used to call college, but I realized that college wasn't for everyone. So now I've renamed it to higher education. Higher education is investing in your education to increase future earning potential. So this is part of our savings plan, part of our spending plan, part of our 20% that we want to pay ourselves first. Investing in ourselves is going to be very important over our lives because we are the ones that are going to be able to generate the ideas and you know maybe even the labor and life force to get that money going forward. So let's talk about higher education and why you should invest it. Now, we want to go back to the beginning and make sure we got that emergency fund because that's our safety blanket. It's the thing that's going to help keep us safe and secure from all of the life's going to throw at us. It may not be perfect, but at least it's something and we won't have to worry about just kind of knee jerking and, and putting things on credit cards going forward. Retirement is going to be responsible as we get older in our lives and maybe we're not able to work and do the things that we've done when we were younger, then it will take care of those those later years beyond, say, 59 and a half, the way it's set up now. It could, could get pushed up further, depending now that we're living longer and such, or you may decide that you need to work longer. And now we're going to talk about education. And to me, this is a lifelong endeavor, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. So why do you need education? Why do you need higher education? Well, certain jobs are going to require it. I know I work in a field where... It is required to have a four-year degree or an undergraduate degree. Some fields may even need a higher degree than that, like a master's or a doctorate to be able to get to it. Sometimes you're already in a career and maybe you go back to school and you want to do career advancement, so you're going to invest in yourself. And some of that could be academic. Some of it could be through certifications or trade skills or just learning you know, in your corporate culture or environment. So there's lots of reasons or maybe... You don't like what you're doing anymore. Maybe you thought when you were growing up, when you went to to uh, career day in school, you thought you'd really like a job. You got into it. You're a few years down the line, and you're like, wait a minute. You know, Maybe I'm not having as much fun with this as I once thought I did, so I want to make a career change. So maybe sometimes it will be necessary for you to update your education. That could be college. It could be a trade school. It could be you know, a certification where you want to change careers. So that's a, a reason why you would want to keep going through higher education is it's kind of lifelong learning is is also what it could be called. So there's there's definitely some cost associated with it. So there are free ways to do this, but let's talk about the cost of what higher education could be. You know, if you want to do it in a very economical sort of way, you could probably go to a community college. I know a lot of folks that, you know, my son actually was offered the opportunity through high school. He went to a school that that the the city basically said, "Hey, if you want to go to our community college, we'll help you pay for that. So you want to look for opportunities like that. If, if you didn't go that route and you still need to pay for it, I think you're going to find that community college is a very economical way for you to take some college courses and be able to build on top of that. A lot of times the community colleges will have two plus two programs. So if there's a four-year university that you want to eventually go to, then you may want to start in a community college, and then those credits would apply. Usually there's an agreement between the higher institution and the community college. It basically says, we will accept these credits, or maybe once you get your associate's degree, we can take that going forward. So this is a, a, 
in my opinion, a very affordable way to do this, especially if you haven't had the opportunity to save in a 529 fund or, or had a, an opportunity to save as you went before or when you were much younger. The next way is through state universities. There's a lot of public universities. Now, the cost of going to school is still getting more expensive. But in addition to, to state universities, there's also some trade schools like Hallmark University, just to name one. But there's other trade schools that you can go into if you want to go into beauty salons. I know it's like a Vita. There's an academy you can go to. So depending on what field you want to go to, you really want to look into whether there's a specialty school or a trade school that you can go to. If not, if you're thinking you want to go the academic path, then you know check out the community college or even the state universities that are in your area. A lot of times the in-state tuition can be somewhat affordable. And I know there's a lot of opportunities out there for grants and scholarships, so you definitely want to look into that as well. The next one is private universities. These tend to be the more expensive. You know, that they're they're not necessarily funded by the state, so they're they're they typically are able to, you know, you're basically paying for your entire education. The good news about some private universities is they have total control on what they're going to charge. So if they really want you in their institution, then sometimes they're willing to work with you and make your tuition, uh, you know, very affordable or something they can work with you. They have their own scholarships and grants that maybe they can work with. So you want to look at all the different avenues. Like I said, if you want to stay in academics and you want to do it, um, like a value sort of way, maybe community college or a public university. Or if you want to specialize, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, maybe you would like to look into a private university. But make sure you check out the state university programs as well because you may be able to save some money in the long run. So ways to pay for school are your higher education. Of course, there's scholarships. And I know that there's a lot of scholarships that go, you know, where people didn't take them and there's money left over. So make sure you do your homework on scholarships, apply for everything. Um, the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to do a little paperwork. And a lot of the paperwork you're going to do is going to be somewhat redundant. So once you have your answers for one, you'll be able to use those answers for you know other, other applications going forward. So don't be afraid to put in as many as you want. You want to make sure you do your FAFSA. FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. It's the way that you would you have to apply for those in order to unlock a lot of the other grants and scholarships going forward. So make sure you fill out your FAFSA. I know it's a little bit of a pain, but you have to do it once a year and just, you know, it's going it, to it could save you a lot of money in the long run. The next thing is student loans. You can do that through federal ways of doing that. There are some some private ways. You just want to make sure student loans are, are something that's going to be paid back. I know there's been a lot of talk about student loans in the news, you know, whether repayment or forgiveness going forward. Just understand that if you take on a loan, it's like any other loan that you're going to have to pay it. The difference with a student loan is typically up until this point, even if you file for bankruptcy, you're not going to be forgiven for that loan. So just be cognizant of that. You want to be, make sure that you, you know, you're aware that if you're going to use that towards your education, that you are going to have to pay for it eventually unless it's forgiven. And we'll, we'll have to check the news to make sure, you know, to see how that's going to go in the future. Other ways is you could start a 529. So if you have children, you want to start that as early as possible. Start putting a little money in there. Let it grow interest-free, and you can use that towards education. If your kid decides not to go to school or if they go into the military or choose another route, you can use that for yourself or another sibling if you like, you know, or another family member. You can You can easily roll that over. So check out 529 funds. You're going to want to talk to a financial advisor about that. So look into that. 
Another way is through a Roth IRA. A Roth IRA is, is a great tool for a lot of different reasons. It saves for retirement, but the principal that you put in after a certain period of time, you're able to get to. So you may want to consider using that. This is probably not one of the more common ways of doing it, but it, it is a way. But again, check check with your financial advisor to see if this is something that you should look into. If you've invested in a Roth IRA for a very long time and you want to help your kiddo or yourself get through school, maybe you, this might be an opportunity for you to, to look into that. And then finally, if you are already working, check with your employer. I know a lot of employers have programs where they'll do either tuition reimbursement or they will pay for it outright. I know that Starbucks uh, has a program where you can go to Arizona State University online and they will take care of that. You just take care of the books and such. So I think that's a great program. So another reason to want to maybe be a barista, uh, that, that's the program right now. Check with them to see what the latest is on that. You know, always subject to change. But check with your employer. You, usually there's opportunities for you, for them to invest in you because they want to retain you as an employee. And if they give you those types of opportunities, they're hoping they can hang on to you going forward. At the end of the day, we want to make sure we're lifelong learning. And there's several ways to do this. Now, if you don't want to go through a formal way, through higher education, through a community college or a trade school or anything like that, there's other ways that you can continue to keep learning. And I, and I highly encourage you to do that. <clears throat> there's, there's what Zig Ziglar used to call you know, Automobile University. You can just listen to podcasts and audiobooks. There's tons of books out there that can teach you all kinds of new things, crafts, uh, you know, anything you might be interested in. I mean, you can just do that through listening on your commute back and forth to work or, you know, just your drives. If you're stuck in traffic, don't get upset. Educate yourself. Use podcasts and audiobooks to be able to do that. <clears throat> There's the good old-fashioned books. You know, we all need to get away from screens at the end of the day. So maybe crack open a book at the end of the day. Maybe teach yourself something towards the end of the day and sleep on it. I think that's a great way to continue your education. You can go to your public library. You won't even have to pay for the book. So there are definitely free ways that you can continue to feed your brain and to learn new things. And then finally, there's YouTube. There's master classes, LinkedIn learning. There's all kinds of video types of education that are self-paced and are on demand that you can utilize to help you build your knowledge or maybe increase if you want to learn how to build websites or if you want to learn how to you know start your own business there's tons of material out there <clears throat> now you want to vet it you want to get a few different resources when you do that kind of stuff i mean you are getting what you pay for so be careful of that but and there's just lots of opportunity out there and i encourage you to do that so in recap higher education this is very important whether you're going to do it formally through an academic path or if you're going to do it through a trade or a skill or if you just want to change careers. I mean, look at what's out there. You know, sometimes you're going to need these just to get the next job or to, to get a career advancement. Maybe you get to a glass ceiling and you're going to want to break through. You're going to need to educate yourself. There's different ways to do that. There's community college that sometimes offer two plus two programs if you're going to go for your undergraduate degree or if you need a higher degree like a master's or a doctorate. There's several ways to pay for school. Make sure you fill out that FAFSA Make sure you look at what all the scholarship opportunities are. Look for grants, because grants you don't have to pay back, but you have to keep the grades up to do it. There's student loans. Be, be wary of student loans. Make sure you understand that you're going to have to pay those back. And then there's investing earlier if you have the opportunity and the time, 529 funds, Roth IRAs. And then finally, check with your employer to see what's out there for you. Hey, make sure that you're lifelong learning. Tell me what you're doing. What was your path? 
For me, I went to several universities. It took me about 14 years to get my four-year degree, but that's okay. I got there eventually, and it's helped me in my career tremendously. You can reach out to me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Sean Townley, or try my website, seantownley.com. Until next time.